Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, yes, coming sir. to you live and direct with episode number 279 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. The DMST podcast is back. I want to thank everybody that is tuning in right now on Facebook Live and everybody that is tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, um, TuneIn Radio app, No Wooshka. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in um, right now. Playboy, how you feeling? What's going on, man? Playboy DJ, Playboy DA DJ. I'm feeling okay, man. Uh, another week, man. Uh, another show. Ready to get it in as usual, man. Let's get it. All right, Dev, how you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm uh, feeling all right. Um, I don't know. I I I I get into it in a second. I'm just I'm just over the Browns, but I'll talk about it in, in a minute. I'll talk about it in a minute. But I'm good, ready to go. All right. How I'm, you feeling? About the same. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 we here. We yeah. We here. here. Yeah. We here. So don't complain. All right. Playboy. How was your week? Uh, week was cool. Um, week was okay. You know, as good as it's gonna get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um. You know. Like I always say, man, my baby's in school. Um, family is good. Everything okay. So, wasn't nothing really major outside of, you know, things I got to deal with. We'll, we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, man, my week was good, man. Week was good. <clears throat> all right. And, Dev, how was your week? Week was all right. Week was cool. Uh, nothing crazy. Getting ready for, for, for Christmas break to come around. So, um, you know, 15-year-old is doing okay. You know, mom is all right. You know, so I mean, you know, family is is good. But I was having some, you know, having some issues last week and some some family stuff. But everybody cool. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Other than that, man, I'm I'm good. No no crazy craziness. I, just, I, I, I we'll, we'll we'll get into it in a second. I just I have a I have a. It's hard to have two loves in life. And I get it now. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that before. You know, people be like, you can love. You can't have two loves. You can only have one. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a second. I don't even know where that's going. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Playboy over there playing Grand Theft Auto or something. <laughs> <My> <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> I just keep hearing it come up and then you put the phone down. Oh, and shit. Then, and then come, again. I'm trying to hit the button and it, just, it wouldn't work. So uh, I got it down. I muted down. Oh, 
Um, that was your week, man. No, nah, it was all good. I'm just getting settled into my into the the new place and stuff like that. And uh, counting down my weeks for school, man. I got eight more of these damn weeks. Literally, Same. I got eight oh, more. That's it. Week. Eight weeks. I'm trying to get my stuff together. That Let I me hold twenty dollars in the ninth <laughs> week. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm trying to get stuff together. Yesterday's <laughs> price is yeah, not today. today's <laughs> price, nigga. <laughs> I'm getting you a T-shirt at the at the graduation uh, I, party. I need, I need to, man. I need to, man. It's just uh, I'm getting. That's my T-shirt too. That's what we put on the banner. Right at the banner at your graduation party is gonna say yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's going up. What's weird is like I'm I'm just I'm at the point now that I'm just nervous. Like, what can happen that go wrong? No, don't do that. You know, I mean, honestly, it's like I had one of the advisors called me on uh, Friday. I think it was, and was just telling me, you know, that. It, you know, go ahead and do the application for graduation. So, you you know, have your, you know, all the stuff you got to do on, you know, how you want your name on your diploma and all those different types of things. So, I mean, I got I got to get that done. But, again, I'm just counting them down. I got eight weeks, eight more weeks of this, waking up early on weekends and all this other stuff. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm ready to be done with it and, and, and wash my hands of it. So, this is a doc- doctor, right? No, I wish. Nigga- <laughs> 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 well, Dr. Storm in this bitch. <laughs> what is it? Is this your... This is my master's. I wish. Oh, master's. Okay. Sheesh. I this wish. nigga was doing his doctor and a podcast at the same time and a job. <laughs> I'm trying to write. I'm, I'm trying to write my dissertation. You and, know what I'm saying? And I'm stopping on Sundays coming up here. To, yeah, that that would be crazy, mm-hmm. man. Hey, shout out to everybody that do it, man. I don't know how well, they people, do it. people do stuff like that. My brother did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's hard. Like, this is it for me. Ain't ain't no PhDs coming for me this way. It ain't gonna be no dual masters or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. This is it for me. Yeah. I will not be in nobody's classrooms at any point anymore. After these eight weeks, so unless it's something for work that I got a, a training or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm I'm done with school. I, I, it's it's a wrap. So anyway, I don't feel it. Yeah. So what's 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 going on, y'all? What we gonna get into? You want to just chop it up? I'll tell what we want to do, man. Um, I mean, we can. I mean, that's all we doing today. It's just let's chop it up. So, let's chop it up. Let's all, right, all right. So I'll um, I'll put it like this. So. <laughs> I hate to be the bear of different yeah, stuff. Well, not the bear, but I know the last time I came to people like this, and I promise this time it's no tears. Mm-hmm. But um, this um, possibly will be my last show for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's once again, you know, a situation. Uh, to make, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out whether I should get into it or. I mean, just, I mean, you don't I, give them I'll, all I'll make the a long story short. Okay, mm-hmm. so to all the people out there. What happened with me was over this past year, I had been not feeling the greatest and different things had been bothering me for a while and I didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. So make a long story short, towards like August, I'm going to say August, into, no, no, I'm going to say like middle of August before we went to Atlanta and then got down to Atlanta or whatever, um, or maybe September, I wound up making an appointment through my um, through a referral from my primary care physician. And um, the reason for the the referral was because I said I had been experiencing some some you know digestive issues and just different shit. Period that was bothering me, mm. you know. So, make a long story short, come to into October, I had to have um, an upper and a lower is what I call it because I can't pronounce the first word. Is it is it endoscopy or endo- endoscopy? Yeah. Endo- so I had to have an endoscopy and a colonoscopy. So. Through the endoscopy, they wound up finding a couple things that wasn't wasn't major, you know, that they were able to rectify the situation. Um, now, when they wound up doing a colonoscopy, um, 
they wind up finding that I have a large mass in my colon. So it's the potential for this to be cancer. That's, let's just let's just get the C word mm. out there. Just call it what it is. It's I have a cancerous mass in my colon. Um, so with that being said, I am on Wednesday going to have surgery. So I have to have, um, have surgery on this and, um, have it removed mm -hmm. in order to basically, like I said before, make, you know, rectify the whole entire situation. And like you were saying before we came on air, just feel better mm -hmm. and, and just, you know, a live. What you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, <laughs> right. not, let's not, I mean, let's and, not shoot it. Let's not downplay right. Like, I want to be so, able to play mad and shit with my right. nigga. This is life and death, nigga. Right. <laughs> right. You know, for lack of a better term, live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have to have a mask removed from my colon um, mm -hmm. this Wednesday. You know, I go into surgery Wednesday morning. Oh, uh, Tuesday, I got to go through some pre-op shit. Mm -hmm. You know, all the all the little stuff that's um. That for real was scaring me at first, but now that I found out this protocol, so I have to mm -hmm. go through all of this different stuff just to make sure that I'm ready for mm -hmm. you know surgery or whatever. All pre-op stuff, yeah, yeah, all pre-op stuff. So I have to go have a surgery to save my life, basically. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at with it. And you know what, man? At the end of the day, for real, for real, I'm at peace. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm cool. Like I um, I'm not worried, man. You know, um. The doctors that's going to be performing, you know, the surgeons or whatever, they some of the best doctor surgeons in the world. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, 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 like I told you on the phone, man. Like, you know, your pop, your pop say, man, do what got to be done when mm -hmm. it needs to be done, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. Do I want to have surgery? Hell no, I don't want nobody. You know, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But the reality is, in order to feel better and to live, I, I got to do it. So the reality is, um, I just didn't, I just, I just didn't know whether I was going to say it towards the beginning or the end, but. Like you said, man, let's get this shit out, yeah, out there. Man. This, you know, um, potentially could be my last show for a while because I have to go through a, a, a recovery process. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long that's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, you, yeah, I, I told myself this. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of Googling. I'm tired of this and this and that, trying to see what- That should have drive you crazy. You know, I'm seeing different- I, One thing said two weeks. One thing said one or two months. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen all mm -hmm. types of shit, man. So the reality is when I go for my pre-op and I see my surgeon on Tuesday- he, you know, the reality is he can't even necessarily tell me what my recovery is going to be because the reality is because of the nature of the surgery, there are different things that can transpire when you're dealing with your colon mm -hmm. and different stuff and, you know, having what's called resection and, and you know, everything and trying to make sure everything is together and, mm -hmm. you know, things are working properly and different shit. So I don't know. I, I can't even say, hey, look, I'm going to be back in two weeks. You know, mm -hmm. it's a potential I could be back in two weeks. There's a potential I could not be back for two months, three months. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but it's just the nature of the beast. And I think everybody, y'all, especially, and everybody out there that's, you know, for the support and um and going on this journey with me or what I'm about to go on. Because, I mean, it's a difficult one because there's all, you're dealing with shit like this, man. There's all types of emotions and, and things that yeah. you go through because you really don't know what's going to be or what's going to happen. But mm. <clears throat> like I said before, man, I'm putting all my faith in the Lord. Mm -hmm. you my heavenly do. father. He is my shepherd. He is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. You know, I can do. I'm putting all my faith in that, you know? So at one point I was worried right now. I'm not, um, like I said, I'm going there with my earbuds on. I'm going to be looking like, uh, 
be looking like a, a football player coming through the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, when it's game up, time? Getting, mm-hmm. When it's game time. Oh. I'm coming in like it's game time. Go ahead, let's do this. Let's get it over with, but man. The only, thing, only difference you're going to have the, the, the apron on with your ass out. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> put, some, put some AirPods in. Right. I'm fucking with you, No, man. but yeah, I'll be for real. You know, I'm going in there. You know, I'm going in there full-fledged, man. I'm going there with all the confidence in the world. And the thing is, you know, like, like, you know, not trying to, you know, quote scriptures and stuff like that, but you can't rely on yourself. This is an opportunity and definitely a situation where I got to rely on my heavenly father. Mm-hmm. So I've said my prayers. I'm going to leave it at that and he'll take care of the rest. That's so good. that's where I'm at, man. Mm-hmm. That's facts, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all good, man. And really a lot to, to add to it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, we going to do whatever we can to, to support, you know, yeah. However we can, but in these times, you know, people, you got to rehab. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, these shits put life into perspective, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. This type of shit put like that's been going on a lot recently. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even get into the shit from last week with my little one, but my homie, I mean, like my homie that used to be the host, I am two on six, unplugged or whatever, got in the car accident a couple weeks ago, mm. passed out in the car. Car caught on fire. Damn. Had to be, you know. Like lighted? He had to get taken out with the jaws of life. Uh, Like broken leg and ribs and lacerated Mm. kidney. And it's crazy. And he can't walk. You know what I'm saying? He in a rehab facility now. It's just like, damn. Like, damn. Like, I didn't get in a rehab. Like, it was crazy, man. It's just just, in the blink of an eye, you see a post from his wife and you like, it it don't register. Cause we we've gone through a lot. We went through a lot as I mean I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. Like when you really think, I mean we we went through a lot as kids. You know the DP situation. You know growing up EC, you lose people. But then, for me personally, you know, I haven't lost a lot of people or had to deal with that with people in my group. You know, you dealing with parents, grandparents, right? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But, but it's different when it's your peers. Yeah, you like, fuck, what if mm-hmm. I don't want to give his name, you know what I'm saying? But like, what if he ain't here no more? Yeah. Like it started fuck with you. Like you're the You know what I'm saying? And you start having kids to grow up and then they start having issues. You're like, whoa, 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 time to fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, Man, it's just I, you know what? I'm not to cut you off, but we, but in the nature of this conversation, you just said something critical. Um, that's why I, you know, said that I've been going through so much emotionally and mentally. Because mm-hmm. you just said you thinking on the level of you thinking about whether this person to be here or not. Imagine yourself Ooh. thinking about you not being here no more. Mm-hmm. It's bro, like mm-hmm. I, the and I'm just we having you know how we do on the podcast. Yeah. We have a 100 honest, yeah. raw, uncut conversation. The thought has crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm human. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, there had been certain things that had came to my mind when it came to this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, that thinking like, well, damn, looking in the mirror. I, I can't tell you, there's been times where I've actually stood in front of a mirror and been like, damn, you may not be here come next week. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like I've had that feeling, that thought go through my head like it's a reality. And when you get that thought through your head. A lot of shit that used to matter don't even matter no more. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can tell you firsthand, it's a lot of shit that don't matter to me no more. That's why I just was like, you know, I'm I'm thankful the reality that I'm still here. Mm-hmm. But when you really, in a sense, I hate this. Look, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come off as if 
this is a death sentence or uh, this is a situation where I'm being negative. No, I'm just being realistic about life. Mm-hmm. This is why when I, you know, sh- um, not shout out, but you know, um, shout out somewhat to one of my partners that you know me and my peoples had to bury on Monday mm. down in Illyria. He was 38 years old. Jeez, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I was, you know, I was talking with someone about the situation, and I didn't even want to really be in the situation as far as the funeral, but. I wind up finding myself going from the hallway outside to going up on a goddamn stage and speaking on his behalf because I felt compelled because of the nature of what I'm going through, mm-hmm. because you never know when you're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Life is precious. It's nothing to play with. Don't take mm-hmm. it for granted. The reality is, you know, shout out to my homies, UGK for real nigga. One day you're here. The next day you go. You can, that can happen. Mm-hmm. So you can't take it for granted. You cannot take life for granted, man. Because the reality is this. I sit back and think about my situation. What if I would have, I told you this, and I, I think I told both of y'all this. What if I would have waited a whole nother year to mm-hmm. even go get checked out? That's another thing I'm going to interject with real quick. My fellas, my black man, please go get checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Because you never know. You may think a tummy ache is just a tummy ache, and it wind up being some, a fucking mass in your colon mm-hmm. that you're dealing with. That's being real blunt and point blank. You think something, you know, it's simple, but it's really not. You, you pop some Pepto-Bismol. You know how I was doing down in Georgia? Mm. I was taking Pepto-Bismol and not really eating and all this other shit and not knowing that my whole entire digestive system was fucked up because of the nature of what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, get get yourselves checked out, man. And, and, and for my black women, too. Just anybody in general. Mm-hmm. But I'm emphasizing for us because of the nature of what we've been through and the nature of different things that we've grown up with and, and, and shit. But the reality is, man, you never know. You never know, man, mm-hmm. and and you hate to think about shit like that. But the reality is, another thing too. You know, we ain't getting no younger. We mm-hmm. older. You know, I said my mother sat back and told me the other day, and I'm not trying to be long with it, but my mother sat back the other day and was like, "Damn, I ain't got no kids in their twenties or thirties no more. Mm-hmm. All my kids is forty plus." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mother's yeah. seventy three years old. My, you know, my my two oldest brothers in their fifty, fifties. Me and my sister in our forties. So the reality is, we ain't getting no younger, man. Gotta take, can't take life for granted, man. Mm-hmm. It's precious, and life has not become <laughs> more important to me now more than ever. Because the reality is, sometimes when you're younger, you feel like you ain't got nothing to lose. I have consistently thought about my babies. Yeah, I have consistently yeah thought about my children. And the reality is, I don't know what. I don't want that on, on my soul. Mm-hmm. You know, I said I was going to grow up with, oh, you know, my children be able to play with them. And that's mm-hmm. where I'm at with it. So they have been a consistent forefront in my mind about everything. So the reality is, please, everybody get checked out. Please do yourself that service and not just yourself, but just for your family and friends and the people that you love. Man. Jeez, dog. Can I real quick? Because today we got like a topic. I'm like, man, let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's just have a conversation. Because what just happened just now, right? Because at the beginning, you like, man, yeah, you know, you tried to, you tried. Oh, you said no tears. To hold it together. But this is the thing, though. You know how you would watch <laughs> something on TV? You might watch an interview of somebody. And you know, you being naive, you might be like, man, these niggas, man, this nigga out here, you know. You know, dropping a tear to what the fuck. Right. This be the thing, though. I think sometimes we. I know I do. I don't. I can't speak for everybody else. I'll disconnect from like 
the person being an actual person and not realizing that like as a human, when you got a burden sitting on your shoulders, when you got something in you and you need to express it out, that's why like the good journalists or whatever can get whatever star you know of to like shed a tear on TV. You know what I'm saying? Because like what it really is is a human being who got something in them because a lot of times we'll think about some shit. It's weird how much more emotion comes out of you when you actually start verbalizing the shit that you're thinking about. Right. Because you can be thinking about your babies. But the moment you say, I'm thinking about my babies, I don't know if it becomes real. I don't know if it, That's you, what it is. you know what I'm saying? It becomes an actual thing that's said. And it like, this just crystallized shit for me. You know what I mean? And like, just the world in general. But like, I'm like, aha, I get why somebody will travel to, I don't know, I'm just making, you know, Topeka, Kansas to sit down with NBC. Right. And the next thing you know, you know what I mean, they on TV and because they ain't said shit about this thing right. publicly ever. Mm-hmm. And it's probably weighing on them more than anything in the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, man, my, but my, I, it, it's corny to say, but I mean, you, you, to say your heart goes out or whatever, man, you just, all I know, all I'm trying to do is keep faith, pray for people, man. You know what right. I'm saying? And keep a positive outlook on, on how things are going to turn out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got to, man. Like hearing about my homie who got to train himself to walk again in my brain, he going to be walking at some point. Yeah. And he gonna walk back in the studio like he did when we, you know, we first moved in. We had a session up here, gave him some music. We gonna do some music. That's just where my brain is, man. That's where it's yeah. going. Yeah, got it's you. gonna be like three or four weeks, somewhere in January, and you gonna come walking back in this motherfucker, and we gonna be doing like episode two eighty four. Yeah, I'm putting it out there now. Yeah, no doubt. Got to <laughs> gotta claim it. That's man. how I feel, man. Got to claim it. And 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 like I said, like like you you just said it perfectly. The reason, honestly, being truthful, the reason. That I personally just, you know, at that point just got emotional because I said exactly what I've been thinking mm-hmm. about my babies. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, that's why I made it a point that even with me going up there, I don't know. Don't bring my kids up here. Mm-hmm. Only because I don't want them to see me in that state. That's just me personally. I don't want them, unless it's just, let's just say something, you know, out the, out the blue, something horribly went wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then it's mm-hmm. like, okay. I'll, let me see my kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But reality is, at the end of the day, I'm thinking about them as far as the impact that they have on my life and the impact I have on their lives. It's just like, you know, that's that's what I'm thinking about, my kids, man. They you tell know? you how long you'll be in the hospital afterwards? Well, the reality is, that's the thing. Because there's so many different factors in the, in the mm-hmm. type of surgery that I'm having. So, you know, it could, you know, off the top, I'm going to be in there, be in there at least two to three days after mm-hmm. the fact, after mm-hmm. the surgery. But depending on how everything is functioning, mm-hmm. and if everything goes back to functioning correctly like it's supposed to, mm-hmm. it ain't no, for lack of a better term, let's just keep it 100, ain't no leaking, mm-hmm. leakage or, you know, different stuff mm-hmm. or something that causes me to get severely, you know, different things, infection or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything goes like it's supposed to, I'll be in there a couple of days. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just don't know, even as far as the, the surgery, how long the recovery part of it is. I could potentially, like I said, I'll know for sure when I go in there on Tuesday for my pre-op because then they'll tell me, okay, look, boom, A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. This is what potentially, this is what we're shooting for. This is what could happen. 
and then we're going to merge the two and see where we come out mm-hmm. at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once we do it and how everything goes. So, you know, like I said, I got the potential to, you know, be back in a couple weeks or mm-hmm. I could have the potential to be be gone for two, three months. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who knows? Depending on how everything go, you know, but. Man, I look at it like it's perfect time to not perfect, but man, you can sit back, enjoy your family, enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Take as much time as you need to get yourself right. Enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Your family as much as you possibly can, man. Cause shit gonna turn out right. Ain't yeah. no, ain't, no ain't, ain't ain't shit gonna go left. I'm already claiming that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's what that's what, that's where I've been at with it. Like, I, I'm seriously. That's why I said off the top. I ain't worried, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't worried. I, th- th- look, me, <sighs> the type of person I am. Me sitting up. I already worry about everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I already sit up and worry about everything and everybody, man. And once I got the news this week of what was going to have to transpire, mm-hmm. it's so crazy because I thought I would have lost my mind, but I didn't. I immediately was like, okay, so we ain't doing this. We doing this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, they had offered me a situation either next, you know, this week coming up or after the beginning of the year. I was like, hell no. That shit Give me now. that shit right yeah, now. Yeah. Let's get that shit done right now. Let's get it out the way. You know, let's jump to it. Let's get it going. Because I don't want to sit up and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, just right. in case something is a situation, I don't want it to be where, okay, now nah, a month or two then went past and now something is worse than what it mm-hmm. or, or could have been prevented from what, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like you said, man, I ain't worried about it, man. You know, it's the difference between, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give the exact um, term for what I'm feeling. It's, it's not, I'm not worried. I wouldn't call it fear. I'm just in the moment. Yeah. That's probably the best way I could put that. I'm in the moment. Whatever comes, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, this is a true testament of living in the moment. Bro, we talked about the shit. We talked about it during the live show. We talked about it obviously yeah. when we came back from, from Houston, but I always give it, it ain't got shit to do with me. It's it's cause I was trained this way. Yeah. But for my pops, man, this is just this is a test. This is one of those moments where like being calm and accepting life as it comes. That's all you that's all you really can do, man. You know yeah. what I mean? And in order to keep the sanity of everybody around you, even when shit goes left, if you stay calm and this shit turns out well then you just took a very horrible situation and made the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because you can take a horrible situation and exacerbate it and make it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we had a situation on uh, Friday. Uh, my seven-year-old, all of a sudden, her right side of her lip starts swelling up like crazy. So, I don't know what, I mean, it would look like it was, so, like, she had no allergies. And so, I uh, called call my wife. So we, we meet at uh at Metro because her and then her, her t- entire lip was swelling up, and her bottom lip started swelling up, and her eyes started swelling up, mm. and it's like listen, she didn't. It wasn't like she was panicking. Nobody was panicking. It's probably because as a, as a family, we're not a panicking style family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let's relax. Let's be calm. Let's figure out what the best option is. You know what I'm saying? We went to the the hospital. They kind of like brushed it off, like you know they couldn't find no real issues. Middle of the night, well for early early Saturday morning, 
That's when everything else, because Friday night, it was just the lip. And then by the time Saturday morning rolled around, we got the entire top lip, the bottom lip, the eye, like the shit was getting worse. And I got her Benadryl. We went back to the doctor and he had given us steroids. And within an hour and a half, went down. shit went down. And it was like she had got her flu shot on Tuesday. It could have been that. I had it was some peas in the rice. Maybe she was allergic to peas. We don't really eat peas. Yeah. Who knows what it was? Yeah. But in that moment, it's not a moment to be like, oh shit, oh lord, oh god, oh. Calm down. Got Let's to. figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Let's not freak her the fuck out because she's seven. She already probably freaking out in her head. Mm-hmm. When, initially, when she first, I'm downstairs watching TV. She come running downstairs crying, something wrong with my lips, something wrong with my lip. In that moment, that nigga turned the thermostat down. Turn the you. thermostat off, dude. Like, turn you. that yeah. shit off. Because if you, I was talking about if you adjust that temperature one way or another in one degree, it could throw everything off, man. Right. So yeah, in those moments, man, I know it's hard to it's hard to to say, but like you you modeling what people should do when they hit with shit that could possibly shake their foundation. Yeah, take a deep breath, take a step back, and figure mm-hmm. out what the best option is, man, man. I'm telling you something, bro. Initially, I mean, it okay. But what's going on in your brain is a motherfucker, right, bro. The brain is the is the rapids, the white rapids in the yeah. in the. <laughs> It's right. going crazy to get a boat rocking. Bruh. Your brain is the duck under Man. the water, bro, with his feet. But on top of the water, you got to be calm than the motherfucker. Right. My I mean, bad. No, no, no. You good. You good. I mean, I know we're going to get ready to transition anyway. No, you but, good. You good. But I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> I mean, let us let me just be 100% transparent. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in the moment. Is there still a part of me that's completely terrified? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Like, you know, I... I got an older brother. Shout out to my brother, Tony. I talked to him the other day. And, you know, I talked to my siblings and telling them, you know, told them what was going on. And <clears throat> I got emotional with my brother because this is my oldest brother. This is the oldest sibling. And I'm mm. talking with him, having a conversation. And we getting ready to get off the phone. And there was a part of me that didn't want to get off the phone. Because in my mind, it was like, being so afraid, you don't, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm, you know what I'm saying? Is this my last time talking to my brother? Yeah, yeah. Fuck you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to get off the phone. And I'm not trying to bring up death and, and stuff like that, but it's just the nature of the beast in the, in the world we live mm-hmm. in. But the last thing I said to my brother, and I got emotional because he was like, well, you know, he was, he was saying something. To, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but for the first time in a long time, I can remember I'm 41 years old, and at that moment, it was my my brother's uh, 53, so I'm 41, so 12 years mm-hmm. old, so mm-hmm. 12 years. I'm sitting there, and I'm talking. I wasn't talking to my 53-year-old brother. I was talking to my 18, 17-year-old brother, mm. and I was able to confide in him, mm. and I told him, I said, I said, Tony, I'm scared. I I didn't know how to handle the situation. And the way I said it to him, he could tell that I needed him at that moment as far as a big brother and nothing else. I just needed my brother. Mm -hmm. And the, the way 
I said it to him. I could even tell that it was, I was just in the, the most, how can I put it? I was just in the most, um, I was just in the, in the softest place. Mm. And I told him, and he just sat there and he said, oh, Jay, he's like, Ross, it's okay, man. It's, it's going to be okay. You know, that was the most vulnerable spot mm. outside of other stuff I've been dealing with trying to rectify and trying to get my life together that I could ever be. And, I, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that moment I had with my brother. Because me and my brothers, my siblings, we don't talk all the time. But in that moment, I felt like I had a big brother again. And I'll always love him for that and thank him for that because that's what I needed at that time. I needed my big brother. I didn't need, you know, other situations and, and other communication you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you know it, it, it wasn't about what i need to be doing and, and and different things in life it was about me meeting my brother at that moment mm -hmm. to tell me that it was gonna be okay mm -hmm. and i'm i'll never i love him for that i'll never forget that that was something that's something that's gonna always go with me mm -hmm. with anything in life mm -hmm. like i hadn't i can't even remember the last time i told anybody i was afraid or i was mm -hmm. scared and like I said, I I didn't I didn't want him to get off the, the phone, like because I you know just the nature of how I was feeling at that time. Mm -hmm. But one thing about my family, and one thing especially about my brother, he is spiritual man. So of course he he guided me after the fact through different things and and things I need to keep in my heart and in my mind to encourage me through what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So that but that's just a moment. I just wanted to share that with y'all because I almost forgot about that. But that it. You speaking on different things and having to be calm. Mm -hmm. At that moment, everything, a calm came over me. Mm -hmm. And the thing being real, like I told you, I was telling you last week on the show, man, I want the situation like with, with Nicore. Mm -hmm. I want your brother to make a dear mama. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is the one that the one that's been the most gangster in my family has been my mama. Mm -hmm. My mama had been to every appointment with me. Mm -hmm. My mama didn't sat there with me. She didn't sat there with a calm face, a straight face. I, I can't remember the last time my mama rubbed me on my back or I didn't hug her. My mother been hugging on me and loving on me for the last, I don't know how long. She's been right there by my side, man. That's and the reality up. is this, this, these are things I'll never forget. I'll mm -hmm. always cherish. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you talking about being calm. Sometimes in life when you got so much going on in your mind and your heart, it's the people that surround you mm -hmm. that bring that calmness to you and that can bring that wave of calmness and make you just be like, you know what? Everything going to be all right. So at the end of the day, I know I'm gonna be okay, mm -hmm. and that's and that's just you know that's just my spiel for as far as the situation. But like I say to everybody, I love y'all. I appreciate everybody. Just know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be okay. Period. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I know one thing that um to touch on is just something you said earlier, and I know we had the conversation on Wednesday. Was just. I mean, the importance of, uh, and I, we say it a lot on our show at different points in time, you hear it on other people's shows and everything, um, but I think it's just a lot of times it's just a lot of lip service in a lot of ways, but it's a lot of importance of just making sure you go to a doctor and get yourself checked gotcha. out, man. Um, uh, I mean, I, I mentioned it on the show last week that I had an appointment with a, uh, with a primary care for um, Monday of, of last week, um, and I hadn't been like a couple of years just because mm -hmm. I had a primary care who wound up leaving the system. It's just different things, you know. You're not feeling bad, so you don't rush going, and mm -hmm. 
you know, I wanted to find a black doctor who, who UH does a bad job of having black, especially black primary care doctors and stuff like that, you know, so, um, but just finally getting into the appointment last week and stuff like that, because again, it's, it's, it's when you start seeing your peers, people that's mm-hmm. your age. And I, sometimes it's not even always just your friends. I mean, we had, I had a coworker who earlier this year passed or something crazy, just out the, I mean, literally just out the blue. Mm-hmm. Had some type of aneurysm or like mm. some health condition or something that had like, like, it's like an aneurysm or something. And he, and he passed. And he was like 37. I remember telling me that. And I'm looking like, God, I'm older than him. I mean, like shit like that happens and it really makes you look at your own mortality. Mm. And it ain't, it ain't trying to be a downer or nothing like that. But mm. it's just it's just the reality. And like we were saying on Wednesday, like we like we just we not kids anymore like no matter what no matter how we try to do it i know when you as young as you feel and all these other great things that people like to say but at the end of the day you still not kids no more we talked about it one of us about the the vaccines and stuff when i started thinking about it and i was like well shit i'm 40 i may not be 60 and in that most vulnerable group but i'm 40 i'm not 20 mm. i don't i don't just bounce back from shit nigga i mm. wake up in the morning sometimes and my back hurt and i ain't did a goddamn thing mm. like I'm, I'm not a kid and and i think we all kind of miss that so many times. And, and I know as men, you, you gotta be tough and you gotta, you know, ignore the signs of what's going on and stuff like that. And it's just, nah, that ain't the case. Sometimes it's just something seriously wrong with you. And, and, and you gotta get over that fear. I'm talking about just men in general. You gotta get over that fear of just thinking that you're going to go in the, in the doctor and you're going to get some bad news or whatever. Yeah, it don't matter if it's bad news, good news or whatever. You need to find out what's wrong with you in a lot of, in a lot of different ways, because it could be something that's going on that, like you mentioned earlier, what if you didn't go? What if you wait another, another, mm-hmm. like that was internal, something that was growing on you. I told you like when I had my cancer, I had a, I had a growth that was external. So I can see it. So I can be like, all right, cool. Something ain't right here. Mm-hmm. You can't see what's going on inside your body. So if you just sitting there and keep blowing it off or something like that, you don't know what the fuck is going to happen in another six months, a yeah. year or something like right. that. I mean, so yeah. it's just, it is really, really important. Not even just black men, but people in general. Yeah. But we talk about being tough so much as men and you don't want to go and, and stuff like that. No, man, just go to a doctor. I mean, and, and it's just we work too hard. We got insurance coverage. We got all these things we do. We make sure everybody else is fine. You know, and I think they said on Brilliant Idiots the other week. Uh, and it's just like, yo, you'll take your car to the shop more than you take your own stuff to the doctor. That's mm-hmm. the truth. And that's the make thing. that make sense. Even even I remember like I gotta get a new I gotta get a new primary. I remember when I first found out about my arthritis gout situation. And I I mean going to the doctor helped me make a quote-unquote educated decision. I just wasn't getting on that medication that they was going to put me on. Right. I just wasn't going to do it because the, the 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 drawbacks from it, I'm like, is there healthy alternatives? It's just something else I can do than taking that shit that might have me on dialysis in five, six years. Like, yep. I don't want to do that, man. I ain't about to fuck up my, you know what I'm saying? So, But you don't know that unless you go to the doctor. You know what I mean? I ain't mm-hmm. trying to tough it out and, you know, let me... uh. <laughs> ice my pinky toe, I'll be all right. No, nigga, go yeah. figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. man. And then once you figure out you got gout, then you got to figure out your options, bro. Yeah. And I just had to figure out what the fuck was going to help me the best. You know yeah. what I mean? But I do need to get, I need to get a new primary just to go, you know, off GP. Mm-hmm. But going to the doctor, man, is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, trying to thug it out like I'm some kind of, <laughs> that's real Superman or something that's, that's real Cause in general Being real realistic I don't even want to begin To tell y'all When I even started Being like something Ain't right mm-hmm. I, It has to be at least A year Or mm-hmm. so and I was sitting there j- 
genuinely sitting there like, man, man, I'm just having all these stomach bothering me. Oh, something ain't right, man. I got this pain on my side. Like, uh, it, it, it happened a day, but then, you know, it'll be gone for a month. I'm cool. Maybe it's just a muscle. Ah, oh, but, you know, then this is happening. Damn, what the fuck going on? Nah. Oh, man, my stomach, I'm waking up. Then it got real for me when we went down to Atlanta. Do you remember I was telling y'all in Atlanta we were sitting down there that I was getting up at like four in the morning, four mm-hmm. thirty, feeling just waking me up out of my sleep, mm. literally feeling mm. like remember I was telling you, feeling like I got to throw up, mm. feeling like you know I'm, my stomach I'm feeling nauseated, mm. all this other stuff I'm going to the bathroom, everybody you know they knock you know knocked out you know what I'm saying it's three it's three niggas inside a big ass house mm. but I'm the only one at four in the morning running water and using the bathroom, trying to figure out what's going on with my, my stomach, and mm-hmm. I'm just running water, splashing water in my face. I'm calling, you know, people, and I'm just sitting there just like, damn, what the fuck going on with me? You know, I'm calling Maza like, you know, I don't feel good. Like, can you please talk to me? You know, shout out to her. Can you please help me? I, this is why we, y'all sleep in the, in, in the beds. I'm, I'm in the bathroom talking to her. Please help me talk to me because I'm having a panic attack as well because this shit is driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Please help me talk this shit down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm literally throwing water on my face, throwing water <laughs> in my mouth. I'm sitting here popping fucking Pepto-Bismol like they goddamn Tic Tacs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally doing this shit. Like, bruh, the reason I'm saying all of this is because I'm just completely urging all mm-hmm. my brothers. Whether you feel good or not. Yeah. See your doctor regularly mm-hmm. and get yourself because I never would have thought what they came back with, the news they came back with, that, that was gonna be the case. I thought I was gonna go in there for that colonoscopy and everything was gonna be okay. Well, you 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 can you okay. You may have a polyp or two. No, you might want to multiply that times like eight. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I was expecting a couple. Multiply it times eight. You can get the you can get the, the value of what how many polyps and stuff I was dealing with. Jesus. Yeah. That's what I had to deal with when I had my colonoscopy, plus a large mass. Mm. So now all the shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now I know why I was in Houston and Atlanta not really eating a whole bunch and, and mm-hmm. different stuff and, and not feeling the greatest and waking up, you know, even beyond. Like I said, sometimes, man, you never, that's why they say, man, check on your friends, check on your people because you never know what they're going through. You know how many times, man, we didn't, Laughed and joked together, and I've been sitting up. Oh yeah, man! All right, my brother, I love you, man. I get with you in a minute, and I didn't got off the phone and went to the bathroom and got sick, or I didn't, you know, I can't go to sleep, man. I ain't slept, I ain't slept good in years. Mm. Like, like, bro, I'm, I'm telling you, man, this shit ain't no joke. Like I said, I'm leaving it like this, man. I urge everybody, please, man, woman, child, whatever the case, or even if you feel something, even if, even if it's a situation where you slightly feel something. Just regularly go see your doctor. If you feel like something ain't right, I don't care if I don't care if she's a mom playing tricks on you. Still go get it checked out and figure out because you never know what may happen. The last thing my my the, the, the colonoscopy uh doctor said to me, I don't know how they pronounce they what, what they do, but the oh the last, gastro gastro yeah ga, yeah ga, yeah GI gastroenterologist yeah the last thing he said to me and this was me literally getting off I call it a gurney getting up he said. He was like, James, I'm so gl- glad that you followed your referral and you came and had this done. He was like, no, no, no. It, it wasn't then. It was a phone call he gave me because mm. he was giving me back my information off the polyps and different stuff that I was dealing with. He was like, you don't even know. You coming in at the time you did, he was like, you just saved your life. Mm. 
when a motherfucker tell you you just saved, we're not talking about you just saved the day. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about you just, you know, did this or did that. Yeah. Nigga, key word is life. Mm-hmm. He said, you just saved your life. And that will never leave me. Because when he said it to me, I was just like, what? Because we 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 tend to we tend to sit back and think we ain't go, ain't nothing gonna never mm-hmm. happen to us. We invincible. That's why that's how we view life. Think, I want everybody in the feed to really sit back and close your eyes and, and really imagine how often you think about yourself dying. Realistically, mm-hmm. like really for real dying. You really don't think about it. You think you getting up, you waking up, you thinking you going to do this, you about to do that. I got to go do this tomorrow. I'm doing this next month. I'm do- No, I'm telling you, this shit is real. It is not guaranteed. And I'm not trying to put or scare anyone. I'm trying to be real about the shit. You need to make sure you are okay. You got to straddle the you, line. Yeah, and you have to do the things necessary. Father always say, do the things that need to be done when they need mm-hmm. to be done, whether you like it or not. Yeah. That is the reality of yep. life. Period. And it covers it covers all of it because period. To live life properly, you got to plan. But you also got to understand that those God laughs at plans. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life could could change tomorrow, but you gotta live life. You know, I don't give away you can't say sh- but you know, I just made some plans early before the pie. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah. You got to. You and, know what I'm saying? Right. And the thing is, and I know we got to transition, but at the end of the day, and you saying that, I'm not saying all this to say don't, don't, don't try. You got to shadow the line between the two. You have to. Yeah. Don't, don't. I'm not saying don't be afraid to make. You know what I'm saying? Do different don't things. Don't be afraid. You to have live. to live your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the reality is, all I'm saying is, control the things that you mm-hmm. can control. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we unfortunately can't control is whether we live or die. Yeah. In a sense, but in some instances you can, mm-hmm. because all it takes is you to say, you know what. Hey, Doctor Such and Such, I think I want to have this done. I just want to ch- just to see. Mm-hmm. That's what my doctor said to me. My, my my primary care physician. His exact words was, "You've been having issues with your stomach. Like, you know what? I want you to have a, a endoscopy and, a, and colonoscopy just to see. I know you don't do it to a fifty or forty five. Now they lowered it to forty five. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I just want to see what's going on with you. Shout out to my primary care physician because if he never would refer to me, I can't even say I would have had a colonoscopy. Mm. Honest. I, I mean, I probably he probably. I, he probably would have just prescribed because he did prescribe me something from for everything. But even with that being the case, it still wound up being something completely different. Mm-hmm. So now it all makes sense. All I'm saying is, man, yeah. live your life to the fullest. But at the same time, take care of the things you can take care of and be precautionary about different things that that could happen in life. Man, life is too short. Life is precious. But you got to live it to the fullest. But you have to as well. In order to live life to the fullest, you got to make sure that you're here to live it. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, we're going to get on some bullshit in a minute. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get on some Now that we got that shit out the way. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get to this Nicori real quick, and then we're going to come back. And um, we're going we gonna to tickle the other side of y'all brains. You know what I'm saying? So I hope y'all can carry some of this love over to this conversation we're about to have after this. Yeah, anyway. man. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Nicori Apparel. You know what I'm saying? Um Sponsor, we rocking with us. I don't know what what just happened. Oh, it froze. Okay, there we go. We up now. We good to go. Uh, we rocking with us uh, for a minute, man. Go to nicoriapparel.com. Um, you know, uh, tell them DMST sent you. Use, use DMST um, at checkout. Get ten percent off your order. A uh, bunch of dope uh, merch. You know what I mean? You can get your hands on holiday season gift. Uh, one of the kings, queens, princes, or princesses in your life. Mm-hmm. 
with some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Makore is the African adinkra symbol for truthfulness. You know what I'm saying? So check them out. Clothes speak truth in all their all its forms. So go to nakoreapparel.com and get your shop on, man. Yes, all right, we will be back in a minute. Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Ah, we back, back, baby. We're back. <laughs> hey, uh, now that we got that shit out the way, what is it? Episode two seventy nine. Two seventy nine. Episode two seventy nine. We're back. We're back. We in this joint. Um, who was it? Who the hell got the? Uh, oh, that's what it was. All right, I couldn't remember the what you call it. Oh, that's where we going straight to the let's straight to the straight, straight, let's straight let's to go the straight fuckery. To it, man. Straight to the fuckery. <laughs> and y'all, 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 y'all talk about this with us in the feed today. Yeah, it's, it's been a mean? while since we talked to y'all. Actually, no, it's only been a week. Um, so, <laughs> so Stevie J, the the probably outside of Flavor Flav, will he probably be one of the most notorious one male, one of the most polarizing reality, reality show figures? Him, ever. him, Flavor, Ray J. Yeah, right, yeah, they're in the same category. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's some newer people. I've never really watched them a lot, but. That name is familiar enough. Uh, hell, he did the sets tape too with um mm. the one chick. Eve. And I can, no, he did. He did one with Eve. So who was the one chick? No, that was that was his that was his his other baby mama and uh, a dude. Oh yeah, that was Mimi. Yeah, yeah. Mimi, Mimi Files and another dude. Yeah, with another. It wasn't cat. Stevie J. Oh yeah. well, whatever. So polarizing. That's what they. Yeah, you know I mean reality people. So Stevie J, um, was married to. They split. Um, Faith Evans, the 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 notorious uh, the, the the legendary Faith Evans. She also used to be Biggie's wife. We are gonna get back to that in a minute. Yeah, but apparently, um, upon filing for divorce, he uh, subsequently um, filed for alimony from the court. Right, and it has thrown um, black female Twitter into a little tizzy this week. Um, it's a little up in arms. A little up in arms, throwing around these very harsh words about Stevie J. You know what I mean, right? Um, but I kind of remember women having the desire, and rightfully so, because so many women deserve to be called to be a boss, to be called a boss, to be bossy. I'm not calling them this. Some of them like to call themselves a boss bitch. That's what you like to call yourself. Cool. But with boss bitch shit comes, comes boss payments, comes motherfucker. <laughs> stop, stop tiptoeing around, motherfucker. Come boss ass payments, motherfucker. Write the motherfucking check. CTC. Write the check. Cut the check, nigga. Cut the check, baby. The, you want to be a boss? This is what bosses do. They pay alimony. Stop tiptoeing. Let's stop pussyfooting around it up in here. You know what I'm saying? I've been waiting to say that word for a long goddamn time. Let's stop pussyfooting around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? 
Cut the check. <laughs> Cut the check, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and this, if he is, he is not only. This is the greatest guy. Women, y'all getting it back in spades. You know how I beat up. The the get my titties and ass done, don't got a job around the house ass woman to get alimony. And we were like, why the fuck Mackenzie Bezos get so much money? Oh, man. Stevie J cannot be any more of a fuckboy. He is the most fuckboyish guy mm. in America. Mm. And he about to get broke the hell off. All them royalties. Anytime you hear a fave song, you putting money in Stevie J pocket. Mm. This is what it feels like. I'm going to go uh, home and play some songs tonight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm playing, Faith? What? Soon as I get home. <laughs> soon as I get home, I'm playing Faith. I'm putting some coins in Stevie J. <laughs> Nigga, I'm just going to go stream soon as I get home. <laughs> hey, look, for like days. <laughs> I'm going to just leave my phone on repeat. <laughs> Oh, this is man. fucked up, and it, it wouldn't be so crazy. Because that's, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we are moving oh. to the. the, the <laughs> as soon as I get home, <laughs> that was clever, nigga. That was clever. <laughs> Never better, brother. Never better. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a world. You know what I mean? Shout out to shout out to the missus at the crib. Women make bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My, I don't think. A divorce should lead to anybody having to pay alimony right off the bat, no matter who makes makes more money. Right. I don't think that should lead to it. You got a lot of women in very financially, whatever, fluent positions. Like they make money, six figures. You know what I'm saying? Right. The problem was Faith was out here riding cocks. Right. So if you were riding dicks and you got, I mean, this is, do you under, women, y'all getting it back in space okay. because y'all are blow down on these men because they rich and powerful and they get a little pussy from the secretary right. and you want to take them for all he got. Well, if you're rich and powerful, Faith, and you start riding dicks, then I guess Stevie J got to take you for all you got. Okay, because that's my question. That's my next question. I'm going to pose this question to mm-hmm. any, any woman in the feed right now. Give mm-hmm. me an honest answer. Mm-hmm. When a man that is in power or has money, when he cheats and alimony comes into the into play, he has to do that. It's automatically, girl, get him for what he got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is his punishment. Women, tell me in the feed, what is y'all punishment when y'all do the exact same thing in the, in the same situation? What is supposed to be y'all punishment? Just give, give me some answers. What is supposed to be y'all punishment? Do y'all just go? Right. Hit him with the Jeopardy. I would like to know what, <laughs> what is supposed to be your punishment for doing the because this is this is classic case of niggas ain't the only ones that get involved in bullshit and step out. It happens all the time, whether it's men or women. My thing is if that's supposed to be their punishment, what is supposed to be y'all's? Give me some answers. I'm gonna just pose that question. You know, whenever y'all feel like answering, or y'all, if y'all feel like answering, please do so. Ain't nobody gonna answer that question. I want to know because she... Elise said same. Um, so I'm trying to see what Quilicia said. So when he's a hoe, I'm pretty sure he wasn't faithful. Well, but that's it, not but, the point. That, that's yeah. not the point. <laughs> yeah. When you are a boss and you make more money, the thing is, you got to be more faithful. Welcome to the world that men have been living in forever, man. You got to be more faithful. 
Faithful. Faithful. <laughs> what is up with these faiths? You know, <laughs> that faith ain't faithful. Cousin, cousin Faith was fucking the family. I mean, like, what the fuck is going on with these faiths out here? Dancing to Tupac. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's out of control, man. Hey, man. You, you know, I, I, was about to, I was about to go on this. I was about to do a thing with all her... Uh, all her song titles, <laughs> but I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do I that. I mean, the reality is, man. At the end of the day, you when you when you in a situation like that, you have to make sure you dot your eyes and cross your t's. Mm-hmm. She got caught slipping, mm-hmm. and the reality is, it's only cheating if you get caught. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. The, that's the sad reality. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, you know, I don't want to co-sign that one. I'm gonna just let you have that one. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that in a sense as far as like you know. Oh, I'm a cheat or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying, she's the one that got caught up and found mm-hmm. out about fucking around with another nigga. So you got to pay. So now, you know, because reality is what is supposed to happen mm. is is he because what what comes up in these conversations is oh he a whole ass nigga, oh he a nothing. What what type of nigga would go try to get some money from a woman? You got to pick and. Ch- and he just wants to. He just wants to live the same lifestyle. He's been he got accustomed to. <laughs> he got accustomed yeah. to that lifestyle. Right? Well, yeah. He never experienced a love like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the video? I wish I could put the video. I don't want to. I don't want to get our shit flagged. Hey, at the end of the day, you can say. You can say, oh, well, he probably cheated or whatever. I get that. I understand because of the nature of what he has put out there mm-hmm. in the universe previous to he all He probably has. But the reality is, you know, sometimes, you know, people can change. <laughs> yeah. People can change. Mm-hmm. He, he may, you know, he may have got with faith. He was like, you know what? This is it for me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the opposite side of the track. He said, you know what? You know what? I love you, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she went out there and was like, well, you know what? I'm on some fuckery. Mm-hmm. Accept the fuckery. That's what I want women to do at different times. The ones that be on fuckery, accept your fuckery. Mm-hmm. You know, don't. And like, and like I said before, when it comes to the people that's having opinions about him getting alimony or whatever the case may be, pick and choose when to be a woman. Don't pick and choose when to be a woman. And what I mean by that is you brought up boss mm-hmm. bitch and boss shit. Don't, don't, don't say, you know, I'm a woman. He shouldn't be doing this. You know, at this case, mm-hmm. but when a man trying to be a man, then you want to look at it like, oh no, you ain't running me. Whew. You ain't this. You, you ain't know, that. No, fuck that. This feed is blowing me right now. Paul, same thing Faith was doing to somebody. But listen, Jesus Christ. No, so listen. This fe- this, this this feed is blowing me. This feed is killing me. Somebody in the feed just said his antics should have kept Faith from marrying him in the first place. Man, you sound like a misogynist male. Who be saying you can't turn a hoe into a housewife? That's true. Absolutely. Man, oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> when these men marry these little slores with the little up the butt draws, it's our fault. Up the butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that what they're calling it that's these what days? They're calling these days. Is that what the young folks are saying these you days? Mar- he married her. This is his fault. Now, what is his fault? The faith said yes to getting married. <laughs> no, 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 no. At some point, at some point. The responsibility has to fall on a woman's shoulders at some point for some decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. It can't. We not wizards out here, bro. We not coaxing y'all into doing shit. Look, the reality yeah. is simply this: women, we love you dearly, but guess what? You know what I found out a long time ago? Y'all not perfect. Mm-hmm. S- stop acting according to being perfect. Mm. You're not perfect. 
Y'all have issues. Y'all have things that y'all do that's wrong. Men have fucked up ways, and some of y'all got fucked up ways too. Mm-hmm. Case in point, mm. Faith. Mm. She stepped out. Let's mm. call it call a spade a spade. Call it what it is. Fuck all this other bullshit. Call the shit what it is. She stepped out on Stevie J. But guess what? I don't want to hear about what he done or whatever the case may have been or what he was before. You chose to marry the nigga. That's mm-hmm. true. So at the end of the day, you took on the responsibility of knowing there was a, a situation where he could potentially do some fuckery. But you chose to do it. Yeah. So yeah. accept your responsibility like y'all want us to re- accept our responsibility mm-hmm. towards different shit when mm-hmm. we do fuck shit. And just say, you know what? We fucked up. She fucked mm-hmm. up. I'm sorry. That's a that's an X in your column for when it comes to, to the ladies. I'm sorry. Just accept it. Mm. And then and then one of y'all mentioned this earlier. I don't know if it's time to talk about this part of it, but mm. one of y'all mentioned this earlier. Was it you, Playboy? Who's like, Playboy? I don't you about I to mean, say Playboy. Mean, can we just be honest? I mean, Faith kind of got a history of this, too, if we're oh, going to yeah. talk about Stevie J. Everybody know the verse. Go ahead, brainstorm. First off, fuck your, your bitch and, and the click, click you claim. claim. <laughs> we are. We, we know. know. We know now. We know. Um, you claim to be a player, but I, I fucked, fucked your wife. wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tupac said it. Hey, I guarantee that nigga Pac hit. Oh, yeah. I said it. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. I said it. Multiple times. So, I mean, I mean, it was on wax. Yeah, it was on wax. <laughs> they don't lie when they rap. <laughs> what rapper do you know that lies? I've never met one. Yeah, I mean, come on now. I, was trying to, I keep trying to find this video. I don't know if I'm going to be able so to find it. So, that means Faith been fucking since 96. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, pay you know, up. Pay up. Let's see if we can find this video, man. Hey, man, it oh. is what it is, man. And and not and not that we like the fact that what happened, but I just my whole thing is I just don't want it to be a situation where men continuously get beat the fuck up for shit that consistently goes on in both directions on both sides. And mm-hmm. even the comments in the feed, like women mess up one time. No, women mess up a lot of times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they would say what we, the hell? They would say we'd be waiting for the one time. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Women don't even know which directions to get to places. Y'all fuck up <laughs> driving to the store. Y'all fuck up a lot. What is what is wrong? What is what be y'all fuck up a lot? Something has happened to where they believe that look, you can speak individually for yourselves. Uh-huh. I, I get it. Individually, whatever. But you, I mean, for anybody to tell me that women don't consistently do fuckery and be on the same bu- the same bullshit that niggas be on, you're lying. It's all, it's all we said before. It's just the fact that women are so much smarter with the way they do things and the way they kind of kind of cover things up and stuff like that. It's like, and, and we be the dumbasses that we be the dumbasses that don't get the signs and and stuff like that. A lot of times, that's my opinion. And you know what? Too sometimes too. That's that's. Very true. But you know what? Sometimes, too, mm. they do shit right in front of you. But because of how you feel about them, because you love their funky asses, you yeah. sit up there and deal with the bullshit that they got going. Look, this shit goes on. Sitting at home being a battered time. man because you're sitting there trying to hold on you to the love. It's just so sad. It's just so, so sad. You know, I feel so bad for Stevie J. I, just really I, do I do, too. I do, too. What he's going through right now. I, I can't think. imagine the trauma that he's experiencing. Man, I hope he gets therapy. And gets the help he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that marriage took a toll on him. Yeah, <laughs> he, you know what I mean. You know, All he wanted to do was love her. He was right there helping, <laughs> helping to support her career. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout throughout that that point in time. I mean, there was history of this. We just talked about it. Shout out to Tupac. He tried to warn us. Right, it's on wax. <laughs> he tried to warn us. Pac tried to warn us. Mm-hmm. He said it, but you know, and what? they killed him. <laughs> Pac tried to warn us, but yet and still, we had faith. We had faith. 
Well, it's going to work doing out. it better. Oh, All right, man. let me stop. Let me stop. It what? is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. So, uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> Toya said, I don't feel bad for that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you don't feel bad for this man who put, poured his life. He turned his life. Watch this. He turned his life around mm-hmm. for this woman. Mm-hmm. He was living his life out here. Just fucking Jocelyn Hernandez. You know what Out I mean? Out here being messy and nasty. He turned a, over a completely new leaf. Yes. He thought he had found a, a, a good wife. And thought yeah. he, when, a man that found a good, wife found a good thing. Man, yes. tell you better yes. preach. He's out here being a good Christian <laughs> man. You know what I mean? That's all he's trying to do. Good yeah. Christian man. You know what I mean? He got fucked. Mm. Yes. It's Literally. So sad. So sad. <laughs> so, so sad a situation, man. I just... My heart goes out to Stevie yeah. J. Absolutely. And all, and all the other men in the struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Those yeah, that Keep are, your heads up, brothers. All the other those men. Those that are consistently faithful. Getting yes. deceived. Getting <laughs> deceived right in, in their face. You know what I mean? Just just deceitful acts of deception. Oh, it everywhere. don't matter. Toya said how many, how many kids and baby mamas do. It doesn't matter. He was faithful to her. Yeah. yeah. He, he was in a committed relationship to her. His past is his past. I mean, like, like you, like, what you say, Playboy? Like, you, you can't be sitting there bringing up somebody's past talking about, oh, no, I think it was you, um, um, Dev. Which, like, you can't sit there and bring up somebody's past and be mm. like, oh, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife yeah. or something like that. Like, he's just a reformed man. He yeah. changed his way. It don't matter how many kids that woman ha- has, she, you gotta love her yeah. as the queen that she is. Right. Mm. You know we can't. Mean? So, are you are you saying we should judge women who got three kids by three different daddies? Let's talk about it now. Yeah. Mm. Give me the blueprint on how I should live my life. Okay, because what you're telling me is if I find a woman who got skeeted in and birthed three babies with three different dudes, I should treat her like a piece of shit is basically what you're saying to me. Right. But in the world I live in, I'm a reformed man, and I look at that woman as a piece of clay that just needs to be molded Molded. in the right relationship. Molded. That's it. Molded. Mold me. Would you mold me? Would you mold me? Could you yeah. <laughs> when I look into your shimmering eyes, <laughs> it makes me go. <laughs> oh Would God! Me? Of all people, Stevie J. Man, this is wild, man. Oh. Man, you see the fuckery. This is this. Thank you. This is the first conversation that proves my. Point. <laughs> the same rules do not apply for men <laughs> that it applies for women. It just does not. Who we? Stevie J out here, a wild boy, man. You can have a whole bunch of shit going on and you can turn your life around. Mm-hmm. He is a proven case of this. He did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get my Michael Jackson voice. He did. I, I did nothing wrong. No. No. I, he, he, he <laughs> did nothing wrong. No. That's, that's, those are lies. I understand in the feet. Those are lies. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what y'all saying in the feed, but how how do we look at these women that allow multiple men to be skeeted in? This this is something I heard this week. I'm about to end the conversation. Okay, I'm about to end the conversation. Mike, let's say I got a key, mm-hmm. and this key can unlock hundreds of locks. Mm. I got a dope ass key, right? But let's say I got a lock that can be opened up by any motherfucking key. How good is that lock? Damn. Men are the key. Women are the locks. It's the reason why I can't look at Stevie J the same as I would look at 
some little, you know, some woman who got four kids by four different daddies. That lock can be opened up by any key. That's not a good lock, ma'am. Mm. But Stevie J got the key that can open up all the locks. Mm. It's a special key. <laughs> mm. I almost feel like we need another commercial break right there. You know what I'm saying? We need another sponsor. <laughs> How about Master Lock in this bitch? You know what I'm saying? Get them on the line. We need another sponsor out here right now. <laughs> you um, God damn it. I got a question for y'all since we're talking about these slores or whatever out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, for, for y'all and everybody in the feed, could you date somebody? Mm-hmm. Say the person that you're dating is on the up and up, but mm-hmm. they friends not. If the person you're dating has sl- friends that are very slorish, mm-hmm. right? Could you date that person? Like, would you trust them to be around their friends and all this other stuff? If my girl's friend was a whore, yeah, I'd say that. Even if it was multiple friends, that was like they was just out there living. They living their best life. Oh, here's the hey, here's, they, just put they, they locks ain't working no more. Yeah, no, they, 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 they locks is faulty they, as hell. They, they, nigga just push the door open. <laughs> <laughs> this, this shit open right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is whenever they walk in house. You remember them locks from Silverman's back in the day? <laughs> Silverman's? <laughs> That you, it didn't even have no name on it. It was just a lock. Yeah. You just say lock. You just dank on it real hard to bitch open. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think if, I think if, if she got a group of friends, mm-hmm. and like all four of them, mm-hmm. some out here getting cracked out, then that's a whole different situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know you gotta be like, yo, what's up with you? But if you got a friend who might give them buns up way too much. It's just a friend. You got a friend that's a little bit of a Because everybody, monster. men and female, men and women both have a, a, friend, a friend that's a slow monster. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that has to be fucking everything. I just say it like that. Oh, no, I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead, bro. No, I was about to say, now I'm, I'm just asking when I ask the questions for the feed, yeah. too. You could kind of, so men and women are asking mm-hmm. both sides of things, but go ahead. <laughs> Latoya said, men so happy that one woman cheated. Oh, my God. This is the, the, the weirdest. I know, I know they're joking the same way we joking, but the people who don't be joking, it's so weird to me that women somehow think that if, if it's true that men just out here fucking everything moving, you think they only fucking single women? Right. Mm-hmm. That's the wildest concept ever. Right. Mm-hmm. That somehow, even if you even if that, which is not true, that it's only men out here cheating and shit, if they are cheating, let's say it's an epidemic, you think they only fucking single women with an apartment somewhere? No. They all. are fucking wives uh, with right. children and stock options and shit. Fuck yeah. y'all talking about? <laughs> Hell yeah! These Hell women yeah. be fucking. T- Come on, man, stop Bro, it. I, I trust me. I've been. I've. <clears throat> I, yeah. Mm. Okay. Nah. Commercial. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been? Have, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I mean, you know how I look at that? Because the question you posed was, was what again? It's Could hard. you talk to someone who had friends, friends who that are like friends, like, like slurs? Um, <clears throat> I'll put it like this. It. <laughs> I'm sorry to feed. Corlisa just, Corlisa just in here. Can when you see her? Can you sprinkle her with some holy water? Because I, I'm, I'm scared she's gonna get struck down. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> no, but I think me personally. It would depend on a situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would depend on the situation whether or not, 
or whether how close they are with that friend. Mm-hmm. If this is like your bestie, mm-hmm. and I know she out here just you know, you know, faithing out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, she out here faithing, <laughs> right? If she mm-hmm. out she here ain't being like faith, yeah. yeah. You know, she out here misbehaving like faith. Mm-hmm. I would kind of question. It. I wouldn't leave you alone, but I would kind of gauge. I would my have situation, and I would have to see how you move with her. Yeah, if they out. On every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, are you also out every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? Right. Or have you found a husband, which means you found a good thing? You right, know what exactly. I'm saying? Oh, you found your key. You right. found yeah, you found okay. your key to your lock. If you out here still running around like a lock with no key, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you, you you know if y'all been friends for years and he's still you know I could I could I could I could get with that, but you can't yeah. be at the bar with him. Yeah, you can't be at the bar with her. You can't be at the you know, it can't be a consistent yeah, thing. Yeah, no, if I no, see no. you like, like you, you said it perfect. If you know that this this young lady, or or let's just say mm-hmm. a, a nigga mm-hmm. is out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, happy hour on Tuesday, mm-hmm. doing this and, and and what they got going, then I'm gonna kind of be like, okay, I'm not gonna just leave you alone. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say, okay, I don't really rock out like that. Let mm-hmm. me step back. Mm-hmm. But if me as your dude, if I see you with your, your friend that's doing that type of shit and you're following. In the same sequence as her, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be like, ah, uh, yeah. yeah, because it comes to a point where you kind of don't have the same things in common with a person. Mm-hmm. We all grow up and we just start expanding and going mm-hmm. in different directions, especially mm-hmm. the older we get. It happened once I got married. I started realizing, mm-hmm. like, my friends, I'm like, oh, shit, I can't, I don't got nothing in common with you other than the calves. Right. Yeah, it, it, so we, <laughs> it all happens. So, so, like, it feels like naturally. You know, you know what happens. People get in relationships. You kind of start falling Excuse back from people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It seems, yeah. it seems like naturally things like that happens. So it's like if it, if that ain't happening, and this is male or female, if that ain't happening, if you still feel the need to still be out with these people just all the time or whatever, and I, 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 I saw the comment in the feed tomorrow. Sometimes we live vicariously through those friends and they stories. All right, go ahead and live vicariously. Mm-hmm. Be be, be be vivacious with your with your vicariousness. Be, be vibrant. <laughs> be, 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 be victorious. With all, all the, the, all the be. words you want to be. I'm saying. But sit your ass on that couch. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I, I think we all kind of get at some point we kind of you know, if if you can't kind of break away from it, a friend to me it's I, I would look at it like are well, are you being a wingman for this person all the time? You know, is that why you're out with them? Because mm-hmm. if you know what that friend does, you know exactly what that friend's going to get into whenever they go out. No matter what, you know what yep. they're going to get into or whatever. And it will also deal with my interactions with that friend. If that mm-hmm. friend kind of treated me respectfully, like she kind of respected the relationship, then I'd be like, all right, cool. maybe when they go out, mm-hmm. she ain't going to be pushing mm-hmm. up. But the friend is always like, man, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all always Fuck together. Y'all <laughs> always doing this and this. And this. <laughs> then I know that when y'all go out, she's going to be the way- main one like, shots, girl, shots, mm-hmm. whatever. Nah, you ain't you ain't got no man tonight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the one that's like, all right, yeah, we can't, can't do that's it. That's the key. You just said it. What it all boils down to is a respect factor for your, your friendship. Mm-hmm. If you know that somebody that you your friend is a married, <clears throat> excuse me, a married relationship, whatever the case may be. If you're trying to encourage said person can do some fuck shit. to be involved in fuck shit, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, you know what I mean? But if you just kind of like, you know, you know how we shoot the breeze as far as, you know, not, not us, not mm-hmm. us, not, mm-hmm. not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know how it may be a situation with somebody, you know, maybe like, oh man, let's man, let's go to this, this and that, let's do this shit. And you'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm about to go. You know, I'm about to go be with my girl, man. This and that. Mm-hmm. The, the perfect friend would be like, oh, man, you all ass nigga, man. Whatever, man. All right, bro. It's mm-hmm. all good, man. I understand, bro. That's a real motherfucker when it comes to a friendship or brotherhood mm-hmm. or whatever. Because eventually, just, my okay. bad, just jumping in real quick. Real, just yeah. jumping. Because eventually, 
I've <laughs> experienced this. Right. Eventually, they'll even they'll stop asking you. Yeah. It'll stop okay, no, being. Yeah. It'll be. It'll stop being a part of. You know, when you like a single dude, everything is on the table with your homies. Like, what you got going on on Thursday? Shit, nigga. About to go fuck oh, these aliens dude. on the moon, bitch. Yeah, you coming? You coming? But the, 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 I got the shuttle gas, <laughs> nigga. You coming? The less amount of times you go fuck the aliens, you'll be like, what's what you got going on? Shit, man. I, I You know, I might go to the Cavs game next week. That'd be the only thing right. that they'll discuss with you because they already know you ain't going to go fuck the aliens on Thursday. So you don't even... You get to a point where you don't even got to deal with that conversation no more. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You don't even deal with that shit no more. Because, like you said, the reality is, if they smart mm-hmm. and they and, and they able to comprehend what you're doing, mm-hmm. they will recognize that nah, I probably shouldn't ask this nigga to go do this and do that because he keeps shooting me down as far as different stuff. So mm-hmm. obviously, he he in a different space than what I'm in. Mm-hmm. That's still my nigga. That's still my homie. Whatever the case may be, but I can't put that. I can't put my energy that I'm doing and what I got going on on that person. Mm-hmm. So did so. that put the that put the onus on y'all, whoever's in the relationship, to start being like, "Hey, man, nah, I ain't doing all that." And again, mm-hmm. men and women, is that just does that, does that yeah. put it on you now? You got to be the one to change those dynamics. It ain't enough to just be like, "All right, yeah, I'm in this can relationship ke- or whatever." Can we keep it one hundred? Mm-hmm. You got to you because got to. if that's your nigga or if that's your girl, that's your homie, that's my bitch. That's that's if this your nigga. They gonna be what on what they gonna be on whatever you on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't take your relationship serious, your nigga gonna be like, hey, these hoes over here. Cause that's your nigga. And to the to the nigga, one of us carrying, one of us gonna be each other's pallbearer. Yeah. So if you don't take this shit serious, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna take it serious. Yeah. But if you take it serious, I love you. I'm gonna go ahead and take it serious. So if the onus is on to in my opinion, it's on the person in the relationship to set the tone. Yeah. Because if you set the tone. Then your girl gonna become sis to him. He gonna start respecting your house, exactly. your relationship, your marriage. But it's on you to set the tone. Yeah. Cause if you be like, yeah, hey, what's up with the hoes? That's your nigga gonna be like, well, the hoes over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's your nigga. He ain't gonna shoot you down, but he will respect your life if you, you if know what I mean, dictate what the yeah. fuck is. That's, it's that's, definitely on your shoulders in a relationship to, deck, to set that shit up. Yeah, that's, that's the reality. I'm just just reiterating and just piggybacking over what you said. Mm-hmm. You absolutely have to set that tone. Mm-hmm. You teach people how to treat you. Yeah, yep. Period. Mm-hmm. And that and that comes along with teaching people how to treat you in your situation, what mm-hmm. you got going on. So like you said, if your homie coming at you all the time, oh, what's up, man? I got these, these oh, man, this, this, and that. And you shut it down like, nah, Brian, on that man, I'm good, mm-hmm. bro. No, I feel you know, you, it's okay. It's okay to shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between shooting the shit with your homie and going to fuck something, right? Versus being like, yo, look, I ain't never coming back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, it's, it's, it's a difference in that shit. You can shoot the shit with your mm-hmm. homie or your girl or whatever, you know. And it's a, you know what, man? It's a, it's a weird transition. At the, I, I mean, I went through it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you go from running the streets like some fucking hyenas in a pack, yeah, yeah, to mm-hmm. like. You don't even know how to say no, right? I remember one. I remember. I remember, talking about the, I remember one time I ended up saying no. I wasn't going to kick it. It was one of I ain't gonna it, say who it was. It, it ain't who y'all think might die after the pop. But uh, you know we got one person. <laughs> no, it was somebody else. <laughs> yeah. But they wanted me to go kick it with them, and I I didn't even know what I I didn't know what I would have been walking into. Mm-hmm. But I I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go to the crib or whatever. But it didn't take. I didn't text back until I was like on the street because I'm like. This is just the normal kick it for us to go kick it. You know, if you're single, you don't know where you're going. Like, your nigga, like, hey, I'm going over. You know what I mean? There's something going on, such and such. You, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go with you. But I'm like, I could be walking into some shit. Mm-hmm. 
And so I went to the crib, but I, I ended up like not sending a like, hey, I ain't going text until I got like on my street. Like, bro, I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being some shit. He ended up talking to somebody and they ended up kicking it for a little bit. But I'm like, ain't no telling what I would have walked into. You get to this Especially point now, you better at it. You better at being like, no, I'm good. You don't even have them conversations no more. But early on, if you didn't have a wherewithal to be like, no, I'm good, you would have ended up in somebody's living room Bruh. on some movie shit. Like, oh, fuck, how the fuck I'm, I got to go to the bathroom and leave or something. Mm-hmm. You know how many times that I have been in situations that I didn't follow my first mind mm. and I wound up being involved in some fuckery. See, that's the... <laughs> follow that first mind. Versus the times mm-hmm. where I was on the street outside the house. Mm. Like, I don't even be able to do it. And was able to peacefully mm. rest like Stevie mm-hmm. J in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that everything's all right. Man, that man, that poor Stevie J. Oh, he had such a rough adult man. life. He turned his life over to, to the Lord and to his woman. Jesus. He got done this dirty. This is messed up. It's it so is. sad. Get so. her for everything she got. Yes. Get half Please. of Amazon. Oh, he helped her build it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Anything she got going on right now. Go ahead. I'm saying, man, I absolutely <laughs> have been in them situations where I've been like, damn, I should have said, no, I ain't mm. going. I had a, I had some, some shit like that happen to me some years ago. I was just like, fuck, why didn't I just follow my first mind and say, mm-hmm. no, don't go? Mm-hmm. Case in point, when I when I caught a case, a certain mm-hmm. situation, I caught a case some about 2016. Mm-hmm. That night, I said, before I went, I shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. But I went any fucking way. You gotta follow your first man. And wind up catching a fucking case behind. I, I've been in that situation before too, and mine was the same as that way. <laughs> same. I, mean, I ain't Bruh. going. I ain't going, man. I'm. I'm not just now. Whatever. Changed my mind. Caught a case. Bullshit. <laughs> Damn, man. Bro, I swear. And the, you know, you know what the crazy part? I missed everything that happened that night. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could think of was, I, sh- I said I wasn't gonna go. Mm-hmm. I kept saying mm-hmm. it to myself. I said I wasn't gonna go. Mm-hmm. Shut up. I said I, no, go ahead. No, I'm gonna say shout out to my pops, man, because that got to be the only voice in my head that stopped me from doing shit like that. Yeah, I've always been able to like that. That's scary though, because I feel like maybe it's still coming in life. But I've always been able to be like, no, nah, I ain't going. Yeah, man. But I'm also I always joke. I'm a like a associate. Like I, I'm like a, I'm like dead when it comes to emotions. The shit I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I like built up from like even growing up in the hood and I smoking weed and drinking and shit. Just like no, nah, I'm good. Well, you ain't go sp- no, nigga. I said no. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so I just got like this, like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I hope I don't be like, oh, fuck it, I'll go. Bro. You, you know what I mean? But you yeah. know the, you know the way I'm cut down? Honestly, <clears throat> I be and I'll be honest and be just be one be realistic. Nine times out of ten, if it's something going on, and I immediately, if the first inclination in my head is to be like, no, I'm cool. I'm following the inclination. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether it's a great fucking time or the mm-hmm. worst time of life. Guess what? There will be an opportunity mm-hmm. to have a great time again, or, or whatever the case may be. I just be like, nope. Yeah, I'm kind of the same nope. way. I was just telling, I was just telling my girl last night. I'm like, it's funny because people don't invite me to stuff because mm-hmm. they know I don't really go places no mm-hmm. more. And it's like, and I think people take it personally. It's like, no, don't take it personally. I am an equal opportunity, not show up yeah, to your event yeah, type of motherfucker. Nobody. Yeah. Like, yeah, e- easy. It's, it's, and it's cold now. Right. Yeah. Nah. Nah, I found out yesterday something was going on. 
I'm looking like, shit, ain't nobody even called me to say, oh, yeah, this is going on on this day or whatever. I, I ain't even had an opportunity to pull up. Mm-hmm. Now, would I have gone? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, right. I mean, but it would have been nice to just be like, you know, at least know or something. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, again, I'm equal, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity will not show up at your event person. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm cool with that. Yeah, man. I saw, no, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to transition a little bit. Yeah, me too. Um. I, one, or, no, you go because I, I did right. the last one real quick. Real quick. Well, you know, I don't know how quick it's a bit, but real quick, I just realized it, it really hit me today about mm-hmm. uh, after two o'clock. I realized you can't love fully, like you can't be fully invested in two things. You can love two things, but you can't be fully invested in two things. I am fully like. Thoroughly invested in the rebuild of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, I can't even begin to explain how invested I am in what's to come of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it has completely affected my give a fuckness of the Browns. I do not care anymore. Like, I care if the Browns win or lose. But the problem with the Browns is they are. They're at the point that I was always hoping they would get to, mm-hmm. and I realized they're not the, they're not those guys. They're not. This isn't good enough. To like, I was invested with the Cavs back. You know when Brian came back, and they ended up getting to the point. I'm like, oh, these niggas can win a championship. Like this is, they they got the structure. The Browns got to the point where they got all the pieces in a row, and I'm like, they can't win a championship though. So I'm out. I'm done. Like, of course, I'm going to watch the Browns games on Sundays and Saturdays when they come on. Of course. But I have checked on the status of Jimmy Butler for tomorrow's game about 10 times today Mm -hmm. and about seven, eight times during the Browns game. That's when I knew. I think I give more of a fuck about the Browns going to be seven. I mean, the Cavs going to be 17 to 12 tomorrow after, after they play the Heat. Right. Then I do whether or not we gonna win the AFC North. I, I I love I love all the sports teams, but I'm invested in you where this cast team's gonna go. You know what it is with you though? You're a weirdo. Okay. And what I mean by <laughs> that is that no, 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 I'm not mad. And I'm gonna tell you this: what it means is that, and I, it's only it's only from it's only from the way I look at it with you because you are very big on the rebuilding process. Mm-hmm. That fucking excites you. Yeah. Me, I'm more of the. Nigga, wake me when it's time to be for the <laughs> yeah, playoffs. That's, yeah. that's, that's what that's what I because, mean by it. Because, because that's, why, that's why it's that's why it's annoying the fuck out of you that they got everything they they need and they can't do it. So you like you know what? Well, they over here rebuilding, so yeah. it's more exciting. Not you. even not even it's is I'm not as excited in the rebuild as I am in the. So if you want to put it in the sense like a house, the Cavs have everything up. The 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 electrical is up, all the walls, the paint, everything's up. The wall, the, the house is just empty, but it's up. It's constructed. You can see what this house is. The Browns' house is furnished, but shit's fucked up over there. And you like, okay, basically the Browns got a furnished house. But you coming in like I, I was watching a lot of House Hunters yesterday. Mm-hmm. You coming in like I don't like the bat splash yeah, in the I kitchen. Like, <laughs> I don't like this island. It's just a little too big. And and this bathroom is just not what I need. Yeah. But I watched the Browns and I'm like, damn, look at this. I mean, the Cavs are like, look at this basement. Look at the man cave. I could put this here and I I could put put this here. It's like, I can, 
I've and I've also I've also seen this construction company build another house before that I loved. Mm-hmm. So I've seen it, and I know what it looks like when you start blowing teams out by 15, 20 points a night on a consistent basis. I remember it being like LeBron and then a bunch of Delonte West and Sasha Pavlovich niggas. I'm like, I know they only got one star, but they got the fucking formula filled out. They got this shit figured out. And if he don't go to Miami, we can win more. But you know, going, blah, 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 I only get to that. But the Cavs have the formula for what they want to do. And it's weird to be, this is part two of it. The Cavs, just like the Warriors, this is going to sound crazy, have the skill set on their roster to change the way the game is played and other teams can't adjust because they don't have players with that skill set. When the Warriors decided to play small ball, nobody else had a Draymond. Nobody else had an Andre Iguodala. Nobody else could put these players out there who were both strong and skilled. Right. And could jump and could play defense. Nobody else could do it. So well, when you went small with him, you had to put Tristan out they there, had, uh, who so, couldn't hoop. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's, well, that's just me. I'm, I'm a weirdo in that sense. Mm-hmm. They had him. We had a. You had a Iguodala somewhere, but you ain't have them all on the same team. You have them all on the same team. You didn't team. have a Draymond and an AI and a Clay <laughs> and a Steph. Yeah, all on the You're same saying, roster. Just all be out there on the floor at the same time. And the yeah, Cavs yeah. got like probably the best young pick and roll point guard, three seven footers who can switch out on point guards. Right. We're in the NBA now, and this is weird because of the Warriors shooting guards and small forwards don't cross you over. Only one person handles the ball. Everybody's a spot up shooter. Nobody takes you off the dribble one on one. They're all coming off down screens to shoot threes. So you get a bunch of seven footers and a real good defending shooting guard who gonna get a hand up in their face when they shoot a three. Now it's more difficult for these six foot six wingmans to make a three over a seven footer. The Cavs have the perfect roster. To negate other people, it's like the flip of what Golden State did. Right. And other and we they played the Kings the other day, and the Kings tried to go big with the Cavs. They changed their starting lineup. We was up twenty to two. Right. You can't do it. Like you don't have a, you don't have a skill set to do the shit that the Cavs is doing. And it's just weird. To, it's beautiful to see. And I'm like, I'm invested in them. I'm done. The Browns got Baker out here throwing picks after he go fifteen to seven. I just I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. Right. He just today he was going he was it was he was playing a flawless football game and he just decided to throw it to the other other team, and he just forgot how to play quarterback in a second. I'm I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it, man. Yeah. If other people aren't over it, I get it, but I don't know what they think gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'm where I am with the Browns. We can, it's, it's gonna be too long. We talk about it after the show. All right, but, my but, but I had this talk. All I know is that January 10th, mm-hmm. if it's a Sunday, and the Browns are playing a playoff game, mm-hmm. you might be back. Oh, I'll be, I'll definitely be back. If, <laughs> no, 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 let me finish. If they prove that they figured it out, I just don't have any faith. But yeah, I ain't got no faith though. Like, to, no faith. like to me. I don't have no faith this team can win a championship. Mm-mm. So it's like, so it's like, so how invested? Like today, I didn't, I didn't yell the TV at all. Nothing. Now, like I thought, like, you know, they was gonna lose. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna lose until 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 you know. I started to text y'all, but I said I'm, I'm gonna keep this to myself. Because sometimes I be wanting to text y'all to make sure that y'all get it before it happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, but it's like. They, I was watching the game, and they was like, oh, I think the Browns are content with giving up five and seven yard passes, whatever. And, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I'm thinking in my head, like, all right, cool. Like, we've had this conversation about the prevent defense and mm-hmm. shit. And I'm like, I get it, but that's if you up uh, way more points. Like, if we give up a score, 
right now. And you, in my mind, I was like, if we give up a score, though, we let them five and seven yarders down the field, we give up a score, and then they get that onside kick. They got the best fucking kicker in the league. And what happened? You gave up the score, <laughs> you and you lost the onside kick. And I'm like, these niggas is going to lose. But I didn't want to test y'all before it happened. So I'm like, you know what? No, nah, I'm just, I'm just going to shut up. And it almost happened. Then I got the test from you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to our group thing, like, oh, these niggas going to lose today. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> No, but like I said, overall, I mean, I'm with you. The Cavs is fun to watch. I watched them over the weekend, and I told you I'm, I, might, I might go to the game tomorrow. It's, it is it is something about the growth process of things. It is something about it being seen, and it's something very annoying about the Browns who have so many pieces and just can't figure it out. Um, yeah, it, um, it, I was talking to my brother today, and I know people don't like – whatever, people talk sports on pods all the time. Learn something, you motherfuckers. But anyway, I was talking to my brother today. And not, and I'm obviously not saying that these players are this good or are going to be this good, even though Evan Mobley about to do something that hasn't been done since this player. But this is a, this was a very very late in his career, David Robinson and Tim Duncan in San Antonio when when Tim Duncan got drafted. The Cavs remind me of that team, not because Jerry Allen's going to the Hall of Fame like David Robinson, but because they're a very basic, no frills. Your star is going to be the most mundane. Like this nigga had a, they had Evan Mobley in a in a press conference the other day after the game. He had on a hoodie and a Columbia puffy jacket. Just it's cold, nigga. So I'm dressed for the cold. <laughs> right. Like he not he don't <laughs> no Da Vinci and no buffs glasses and. Right. No gold chain. He just came to hoop, and it was cold out, so he grabbed his jacket. That's going to be the leader of the Cavs. Very Tim Duncan, Tony Parker-ish. Mm. They're very basic. They're very fundamentally sound. And I've seen – I got the Browns over here trying to build a house in Cleveland with palm trees in the front yard. I've just never seen it done before. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, y'all can do it. I just haven't seen y'all do it. I've seen this be constructed not only by my team, but I've seen this structure work before. Hmm. And so I'm just, I'm not only excited for the actual, I don't get excited about the rebuilds just for the sake of rebuilding. I get excited for 2025 when Evan Mobley is stronger and he signed the second contract and the Cavs is the number one seed yeah, in the that's East. a long time from now. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, it's 2021. I mean, like, you know, you, we, we. But it, it better take time. Though. I love it, though. But it better take time. But, but you're right. It better you, take time. I am annoyed. It is annoying. I am very meticulous. So I am watching I'm just every boy. dribble and pass and rebound and timeout. They're, they're fun to watch. They're, they're, yeah. Honestly, like yeah. I said, I'm, 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 I might try to go today. I told you I might try to go mm-hmm. to the game tomorrow because I, I haven't seen them in person. Uh, it's just I just I, I need I need to win at some point. And I'm glad. Thankfully, they're they're, they're getting it together. Um, uh, the Browns are just. Bro, I, I can't. Annoying, man. I can't. But Saturday, I'll be sitting there watching the game again on Saturday. When the I'm actually gonna play. be at a, uh, no, you won't. No, I mean, I, I might be up here working. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say because I'm gonna be I've at the wedding. I ain't gonna be able to watch it. You ain't gonna be able to watch it. No, I mean, I'll probably be up here working mm-hmm. with the event because she got. We got. We'll talk after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I'll pull up on. I even. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I'll pull yeah, up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I ain't gonna be sitting there yelling or nothing. But yeah. But no, I, I feel what you're saying though. <laughs> I feel what you're saying. But I'm I'm, I'm all in. I'm excited. That's why I'm excited. We'll see what happens. I asked y'all about All-Star Weekend, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool that we got a team that's winning. It's, it's cool mm-hmm. that we got an All-Star game here, and our team is actually winning games. Like, they're not going to come here. They're not going to come to town, and our team is 3-23. and 23, Yeah. You know, and, and ain't nobody All-Star worthy. I mean, we might not have any All-Stars in the actual yeah. game, but you got a decent team, and it's building something here. I mean, that, right, that right. that's a good thing right yeah. now. And it ain't going to happen all the time, obviously. Sorry, people who, who hate sports, but 
it, you know, we ask all the time how our week is going and shit like that. This is probably outside of my family the most exciting thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is it's not just that the Cavs are winning some games. It's that like they're young and they're you see the you'll watch them play different teams and you like, oh, these these dudes are real good. Like they yeah. not um it's they, just been they're not fluky good. It's been weird turning the game sometimes, and it's just like yeah, by by the time you get to it, the niggas is up twenty points. I'm like, what? <laughs> I turned on Friday. I I was a little behind. I was doing some shit. I, I was asleep, I think. I wake I I turn to the game and the niggas is already up twenty points. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why are we here? Like, why are we here? It's almost it's weird to say the Cavs are every couple years the NBA goes through a, an evolution. You know, the small ball was the last evolution. Right. The next evolution is extremely large athletic players, and the team that's pioneering it is the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it's weird yeah, because it's our team, but yeah. they're pioneering. You got other teams trying to be like, well, we'll go big with y'all too. Nigga, Alex Lynn can't guard. What are you talking about? We y'all whole so. shit going to be fucked up. Yep, we hope so. Anyway, in the feed, um, Toya asked if we was doing anything with All Star. I mean, like it's in town. I yeah, mean, like, we, we were talking about it earlier. Before. Yeah, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen. We'll with see. It, it depends on how much ticket prices. Is. <laughs> <laughs> like it ain't, it ain't gonna right. be cheap. I know it was out there in Chicago a few years back. I know she did some events out there and stuff. But I would like to go to something because of the fact, like I told y'all, it's like it's twenty years ago when we had the All Star Game in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It'd be twenty years before we have it again. Right. I don't want to be old. Talking about I'm gonna try to go. Nah, I ain't going then. So mm-hmm. I like to try to do something. But we'll see. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess last thing for me, I saw something that was—I heard something that was funny this week. Um, I was listening to um, the Kevin Hart their um, internet radio thing, their laugh out loud thing that's on Sirius Radio. Mm-hmm. They were having a discussion. I just want to get y'all feedback. It just, it just was stupid to me, but if you in the room with your lady and y'all getting in, y'all getting into y'all activities or whatever, they said when it comes time to take your drawers off. You got to actually get up out the bed and stand up and take your drawers off. Like, your woman can't slide your drawers off. She can't slide them off. You just want to know how y'all feel about that. Because I had to think about it like, oh, my God. Am I am I out here being... All right, let's... let's you know what? I'm going to go a different way. Let's, hey, don't, can't nobody make eye contact. Get, here we go. It's about to get weird. Okay. Oh, he about to say something weird. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You know this needs to be touched up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See the, the the white is really not popping anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not popping. It's not yeah. working for me. Oh, but um, no, you you, you got to do the slide down on your own, in my opinion. But there is a um, uh, I don't even know what word to call it—a a coolness or a um, I don't know. It is a thing for your girl to have to like reach into your drawers. You know what I mean? Like she, you know what I mean? She reaches. She trying to find that meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you almost you either got to come into the bed drawless. That's I mean number one. Just, go, just lay in the bed, bed drawless. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. On some Marshawn Lynch. Hey, you know why I'm here. I'm on. The- <laughs> you know why I'm here. I'm here so I don't. You know I'm here. Or let her find that meat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where they was even saying that it's it's a weird thing if you got to lift your hips up. Or the side of that. It's just like, you can't have your girl pull your drawers. You can't be like this. And, <laughs> and you like this. You like this. And she, <laughs> yeah, you can't be wiggling to the side as your girl oh, pull your drawers. I, yeah, you, I don't know. I, I, don't, I feel like that's the... 
that's a mood killer. Like I can't get all the way up out the bed and just and just be like, all right, I got to stand up now. You know, it's I don't so know. So how else would you get them off? You gonna let her pull them down for you? I'm. What I'm saying is this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm only here to get the job done. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm on here to get the. I don't care what y'all say. I'm on here to get the job done. So it, 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 I'm pulling it out the flap. I ain't even <laughs> taking these joints <laughs> off. <laughs> oh man, I'm going cotton the skin. <laughs> the friction be off. Well, you got drawers on. The friction be off. Why yeah. cotton the skin? <laughs> oh man, why cotton the skin? Because well, the cotton be you know what I mean at the base of the right. uh, of the meat and it's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so man. when you hit it, it's out, it's out like this. Look, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it don't sound like this. <laughs> it's like the skin fabric. Man, I'm like this. Either I'm getting up, taking the ball, or if I'm in the bed, we in the bed and I got my drawers on, I'm simply just going to pull my shit down and it just take my feet. That's when the feet action come in when you sliding down your own legs. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It just kick you're them doing, off. You're doing a little bicycle kick. <laughs> the bicycle. I need a bicycle with the draws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I slide yeah, them bicycle. down and just. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, man, that's funny though. Can you one foot it? Can you take one foot out and just leave it around the other foot? I've done that. I've yeah, done that. Okay. Yeah, because I don't like to lose, especially once you start involving kids in the situation. I don't want to lose the draws. Right. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to definitely, without a doubt, I got to go get some water, a snack, or something after this. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's, it's uh, draws losing situation. <laughs> Have you ever lost your draws in the bed before? Oh, everybody does that. Them. Everybody yeah, does that. Them. That's why I got to know where they are. I, I I will place them in a specific place. Needs to be sitting back like what the. Yeah, you always can't find them. Yeah, yeah. They wrapped they up wrapped in the cover somewhere, somewhere yeah. at the bottom of the bed. They get under yeah. the fitted sheet, under the fitted sheet, <laughs> at the bottom of the bed. <laughs> like this wild shit. I got. Let's see. This is this is going into uh, uh, after dark. Mm. I ain't gonna ask it though, but. Yeah, I, what's that? It ain't yeah, the only thing I've lost before. Oh hell! What? Have y'all ever? Have y'all ever? <laughs> what's that? Sick of Playboy going out with a bang today, huh? Have y'all ever lost your nut? No. Oh hell! Oh oh hell! Is this some? There's something about Mary type stuff going on. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Can I tell you guys? Can I answer that question? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's been right? a long time since I didn't know where it was at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It goes one place, one place only. I'm gonna leave it there, bro. Just real quick, I had the one time. I swear oh to God, God, I was right there, and it was just like boom. And I was like to the point where me and her both was looking for. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God, I'm done with this conversation. I did not know it was gonna go there. <laughs> like, hey. where would it go? It was like fucking up. Uh, <laughs> Carmen San Diego with his bitch. <laughs> He said, he said something about Mary. Wipe that hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's the side though. We talking about losing draws and shit. We was, yeah, but right. that was just a, side, Which is though. a very underrated movie in the comedy oh, uh, scheme of movies, by the way. But oh, Real man. quick before we, I don't know if we talked about this before. I just have to make this declaration. It is confirmed in my brain. The Jamie Foxx show is funnier than Martin. I have binge watched Jamie Foxx show all week. It is a great show, man. It's the idiot. It's the little idiosyncrasies that Jamie does mid conversation when he's not a part of the conversation. Who are you calling her a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one. It was one where he was talking. It was a. It was a, a tree like that, but flimsier. Yeah. And he leaning on the tree, and you could tell he wasn't really leaning on the tree, yeah. and, and on like the plant. And then somebody said something. He moved. And he was like. 
Like he pushed off the tree. Right. Like, nigga, you wasn't leaning on that tree. I can't explain it. He just do funny shit <sighs> the entire scene, man. Jamie Foxx is hilarious. J- yeah. And it was one where he was at the, he was at Jingle 2000, and them niggas didn't want to give him a ride because he uh because he didn't want to do the jingles with him, and he walked away. And he was and he, he I can't remember what he said, but the nigga walked away, and he had his little piano, and we was walking, and kept hitting the style like blink blink blink. <laughs> Like he just do shit. He just do shit that's funny, man. And then he have motherfuckers dying laughing. I think innocent. y'all selling Martin short, man. No, I'm not yeah. selling Martin short. I'm not selling Martin short. I think in black, in my brain, this is LeBron, Michael Jordan. I'm not selling Martin short. I just think Jamie Foxx for me is purely funnier. Martin is more nostalgic, funny. I don't know. To me, Jamie Foxx is my type of comedy. And I, I think it's funny. I got you. I watch Martin every time it's on now. And I mean, yeah. and, and it's on HBO Max, I think, too. And you know what's sneaky? I mean, I know it ain't <laughs> sneaky because it's kind of blackballed from the world now. But the Cosby show sneakily. It is still. It's still funny. It's still, I don't care what anybody. And I, and I, but I, you know what's weird, though? You know, uh, I just feel like it's only funny in a sense to a lot of people that's of our age that grew up with it. Maybe. Which is weird. But the show is fucking hilarious. But the parts of it every time hilarious. it comes on yeah. or Amazon Prime, sometimes I'll just get on a, the Prime Video and watch, watch it. it. It's it's fucking hilarious. I mean, them episodes are pure comedy. But the parts that's funny are like <laughs> untouchable funny. Jamie Foxx is more like I can't believe this nigga just did. And that's another weird thing. I want to put this on Facebook. I might still do it. Why the fuck was making fun of people's breath in the nineties the funniest shit you could ever say? Right. Everybody always Everybody did it. Had the Mark did it about Pam all the time. Jamie did Jamie it. Jamie did it all Braxton. the time. Yeah. All the time. Employee of the bond. <laughs> Nigga, listen. That, listen to me. Face off to me is the greatest episode of a sitcom. It's the episode where T Dub Johnson looked just like Jamie and he robbed a, a bank a bank or something and but they they switch roles, yeah. And the T Dub nigga at the hotel, and they came in from a commercial break, and this nigga was out by the door, and he had his pants sagging, and he was walking around, but he was changing. <laughs> Man, listen, is that was... the one where he wound up? Uh, well, that one's funny. I like <gasps> that. Ain't the one where he wound up in the in the mental institution? It's, no, that one was funny as hell that's too. That's a funny one. And to me, my one of my favorite Jamie Foxx episodes is the one when Westside Connection was on there. Oh, nigga, it's oh West... yeah. Man, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and they started getting into that too because they would um, they would do. And I, I'm not gonna. I'm not being whatever. But you already know what I think is the goat uh, sitcom. And they started getting Seinfeldish middle of season two on where they would have two or three storylines going in one episode. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, especially in Martin, the one thing that would annoy me is what happened at the beginning of the show is what was happening in in minute 22 of the show it was just one story right because in that episode the um the what you call the episode which that wasn't the that wasn't the that wasn't the swingers when that was when uncle junior went to dude's funeral to try to get his watch mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. he was like he said yeah, over yeah. his dead body yeah. and it was just like <laughs> the picture is funny in that episode <laughs> Look over at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. And they go look at he go start drinking. Yeah. 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 I say Jeebus. Yeah. That's a hilarious episode. They had two yeah. episodes. They had two storylines going, and that was back to that Seinfeld yeah, shit yeah. where Seinfeld would have two or three storylines going mm-hmm. in one episode. But yeah, yeah, that, that is one of the funny because that was multiple 
It was multiple storylines going on. Yeah. The bottom line is, um, I, it's it's ninety sitcoms ago because that's, that's, yeah. I was just thinking we're not. We, no, I don't think it's gonna be anybody these days that's gonna look back at these shows right now, like especially especially the comedy, mm-hmm. and be like, man, this episode was hilarious. I could, I'm telling you, I could tell you Cosby episodes. Mm-hmm. You can tell me what was going. I can tell you. Can't tell you what season, but I can tell you what happened in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what happened to Jamie Foxx shows, Fresh Prince shows, mm-hmm. uh, Martin episodes, yeah. all of that. To me, Fresh Prince got good. Martin and Jamie Foxx are hilarious. Cosby shows hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Fr- Fresh Prince was an amazing show, but I think it got more good than gut busting funny. Mm-hmm. Martin okay. and, and Jamie Foxx make me die. And I'm binging Jamie Foxx right now. Yeah. The shit got me dying laughing. Man, I, was, man. I was laughing when um I was just watching the episode. It was two of them. I watched the one where they had the um the pool party. Mm-hmm. They got stuck in the bay in they the face. Stuck, stuck in the the at the end, the nigga was like, well, it just so happens that uh, <laughs> I got a cell phone in my pocket. And like little yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And nigga Braxton was like, I see a derriere. And he was like, oh, should I miss the party? He, said, he was like, well, you ain't missing much. <laughs> Only thing flatter than this is pancakes. It was fucking pancakes. What about it was, it was just good. What man. about the yeah. episode when 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 Jamie and and, uh, and Braxton started staying together and they had the nigga, dance nigga, battle with the yeah, Michael Jackson? And they brought the Michael Jackson glove out, man. That shit is hilarious. He started kicking like Michael Jackson. He made yeah. it look like he got kicked in the mouth. Yeah, nigga, yeah, 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 like yeah, that, yeah. Jamie. nigga, and it's the man. The funniest part of the episode to me is when the nigga Braxton finally come back to his apartment after Jamie moved in, and that nigga come out of the kitchen with a syrup sandwich, nigga. <laughs> and he got syrup on his wife beater, man. Yeah. And he like, I can make you one. I got some boysenberry. <laughs> nigga, it's just funny <laughs> shit, man. God yeah, damn, was. man! Yeah, and it was another it. one where they where they they fired him for they thought he stole a Movado watch. Oh, at the, at the person's uh, yeah, your person, yeah. And nigga, more uh, Jamie walked in like this is nice. God damn, this is nice. like it was, <laughs> it's just a little fun. That's that man. That shows. Yeah. It's just it's like it's just funny. Like Jamie Foxx is the funny motherfucker, man. Yeah. And then he's supremely talented. Man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I didn't realize like some of them, all those songs he sung on that show were all his shows. I mean, yeah. all his songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't. He never sung like a, you know, like somebody else's song on there. Yeah, a couple times. No, no, especially no. early going. He would no, no. He would do like songs with Gladys Knight and with um. He Mary. would change it up though. Yeah, he was, but but the songs he's like the one he sung the, at uh, the wedding. Yeah, the the wedding mm-hmm. when Jamie got in, when, when Fancy got engaged yeah, when yeah. um. Junior and and whatever when and, and Auntie got back together when they he did this mm. is your life episode he was dressed up like the the drunk and shit like that in the park mm. all them was his original songs I started googling mm. them like what song is this and they was just his songs yeah and they was like they even came up with a fucking soundtrack for the songs he made up on that show mm-hmm. but, yeah, but anyway anyway all right yeah, well you getting out of here yes sir time. All right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Playboy, um, give them all your shits. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D-A-D-J, man. You can find me on Facebook. I mean, uh, find me on Instagram, uh, Playboy underscore James 3. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on all DMSC boy platforms, man. Um, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to give my quote first. Uh, My quote for the week is about basically living life to the fullest, man. And um, it says, life is like a camera. Focus on, focus on what is important. Capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, take another shot. Mm-hmm. 
So at the end of the day, man, I just want to, um, on this journey I'm about to embark on, I want to thank everybody for already ahead of time for y'all support, y'all love. Um, and, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a see y'all when I see y'all, man. You know, I'm going to get through what I'm going through. Just uh, all I ask for is just continue, like I said, support and prayers. And um, I love each and every last one of y'all, man. Peace. All right. Dev, give him all your shits. Man, it's Big Dev, man. As always, just trying to spread love in a world full of hate. I love y'all. If you, don't, if you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do. And pops always say, do what needs to be done. What needs to be done, whether you like it or not. It's the real Big Dev 216 everywhere. 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 All right, y'all. So we'll be back next Sunday with a, with a show. Um, remember, DMST16 at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concern, feedback, anything like that, anything you want us to talk about in the show, we will do that on the show. Um, y'all know where to find us. We already put that out there. No new announcements coming. It's the end of the year, so we're just trying to get through the end of this year. And then, uh, you know, we'll, whatever you need, any new ideas or anything that come out of us that y'all need to know about, we'll let y'all know starting early next year. So um, it may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. But live your life faithfully. Faithfully. <laughs> faithfully. <laughs> we all praying for Stevie J. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> all right, y'all. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>